purpose is to help you heal, and I'm your host, Marie Monville. We are going to spend 10 minutes talking about healing. What kind of healing do you need? Is it in your mindset? Is it emotional healing? Is it spiritual healing? You know, there's a lot of healing that we all need, and this is where you're going to find it every week, 10 minutes on Tuesday. I'm so glad you're spending this time with me. Welcome back to part two of our happiness challenge. I hope that you had some breakthrough moments last week as you journaled the things that are frustrating to you, you know, things that really are on your mind, places where you know that you're complaining. And as I said last week, the goal is not to say that we're never going to complain, but instead it's to say, why am I frustrated? What can I do about this? And how do I approach needing to share my frustrations in a way that puts me in a place of seeking a solution instead of just wanting to vent? So this week, we are going to build on what we started last week. So I don't want you to stop your journaling. You know, journaling is such a positive activity. It's something that really brings benefit to our lives. And I think it's easy to discount, you know, to sort of think it's one of those things that we all say we're going to do, especially at the beginning of the year and that we never really follow through on, but it can provide such incredible opportunities for clarity, especially as you walk through places, you know, maybe as you reflect over a week or two weeks and you start to see some themes happening. Maybe there's a reason why you're starting to feel frustrated that you're realizing, you know, maybe you need to build more margin into your schedule. I know I'm guilty of this. I'll pack my schedule as tight as possible, condensing things, but then it doesn't leave wiggle room for just having some space or if something runs over. So sometimes we're doing things for ourselves that cause us frustration, or maybe there's someone in your life that you're starting to realize, wow, this person really complains a lot. And so it's it's the aspects we talked through last week that we do this mirroring thing, just as when someone is sharing a difficult experience and we feel these places of empathy, when someone is complaining a lot, oftentimes we end up mirroring that. And so it evokes more complaints inside of us, more places of disagreeable nature or frustration. You know, those are the things that we're identifying right away. And so as you continue to do the journaling practices from last week, I think you're going to see some themes and it's probably going to help you find some clarity on changes that you need to make or even just ways to think about things differently. But this week, we're really leaning into the essence of the happiness part of the happiness challenge. And, you know, I want to sort of start this with a foundational aspect and a place of understanding that we do deserve to be happy. You know, whatever happened in our lives where we feel like, and I think there's almost a sense of the collective expression to this, even as a, you know, a culture, as a nation, that life just is hard and that's the way it is. And we might as well just put up with it. You know, stress is a badge of honor and we're all just busy and that's the way life goes. And I don't think that's how life is meant to be lived, but I think there's probably a lot of influence, especially in the aftermath of the pandemic. I mean, let's just face it, the pandemic was a season of life that no one has experienced collectively like that, where we suddenly lost control of certain aspects of our lives, and especially for, you know, the United States and nations like ours, where we've never sort of been under rule um, of authority in the way that some of us were at that time. And and I'm not giving any you know, opinion on good or bad. It's just there were a lot of aspects of our life that changed. And 
places where we had to realign our perspective, things being out of our control that we could not change. And, and so I think there's almost been a shifting since that point of an acceptance to say, life is hard, it is what it is, and I don't control it, and I'm just stuck in this place. And that's going to lead us down a very different path. And I think it's going to lead us down a place of unhappiness, of dissatisfaction with life. And and if you find yourself in that, and the things that I'm saying, you're thinking, oh my gosh, I didn't even realize I was doing that, but I so see that now give yourself grace for it. Because again, you know, we weren't trained for this. Uh, We weren't uh, sure how to move through the pandemic. I think most of us would probably say that. We probably didn't even understand some of the small shifts that were happening. They kind of got us off course or maybe got us to that place. So if that's you, give yourself grace, but know that this is an opportunity to have some sense of an identification of where you want to go from here and then make the changes. And I think the first change is just to be able to say, I deserve to love my life. I deserve to be happy. And I don't think we often stop to think, what are the things about my life that help me feel happy? What do I love? What are what are some of the moments or experiences? What are things that just fill me with joy and make me happy that I can do even when life is hard or when things aren't going my way or when I'm feeling frustrated? What are some things that I can do to interrupt those cycles of frustration and feeling out of control and instead lean into things I can control that make me happy? So this week, as you're journaling, I still want you to journal through the things, you know, that you find that are frustrating and and maybe that you're complaining about and all that. But I want you to add in the secondary aspect of what is it that you love? You know, what is it that makes you feel happy? I want you to think about that. And sometimes it might be this place of saying, wow, it's been so long since I really did things that make me happy that I'm not even sure anymore. And I know how that feels because I found myself in that place too. And it almost is a little bit of frustration, like, okay, I'm supposed to spend this time doing something that makes me happy. And I don't even know what that is. And now I'm wasting all this time. So again, take a deep breath, give yourself grace and approach it like an adventure, an adventure of finding out what does make you happy. What is meaningful to you? Think about times in your life, other places where you know different things, experiences, whatever made you happy. Look for ways to incorporate them. Try some new things. What if for every day this week, you picked a 10 minute period, at least 10 minutes, maybe more if you can do that, but at least 10 minutes where you tried a new activity and said, I kind of think this thing might make me feel a little bit happy. I'm going to try this. You know, whether it's taking a walk. I mean, you probably can think about things that I've shared before that are are sources of happiness for me. I love to be outside taking a walk. I mean, I will admit that it's a lot more fun on a sunny day when it's not windy and cold and, and gray and all that stuff, but I do find such positive energy boosting, mood boosting benefits to being outside. I love to spend time with my family members, you know, just have those conversations, the one-on-one time that makes me happy. I love to drive in my car with the radio loud on a song with some really powerful lyrics and just soak it in. That makes me feel happy. I enjoy taking a bath at the end of the day with some Epsom salts, you know, really hot water. And I love just the relaxing scent and that time by myself to think about my own thoughts and deal with things that are in my own head. That makes me happy. 
What are the things that make you happy? Do you love to watch, you know, some comedy videos, maybe watch Family Feud or something like that that makes you laugh? What what makes you happy? Do you love to draw or maybe you love to bake or maybe there's some other type of creative expression that you really enjoy? Do you like to curl up on your favorite chair with your favorite blanket and a hot cup of tea and read a book? Maybe that's the thing that makes you happy, but what is it? And I would encourage you not to use things that involve a screen. You know, what screens do is sort of hijack these areas of our brain that are our reward and pleasure centers. And so when we, you know, the more we use our screens, the more our brain wants us to use our screens in order to keep driving those aspects of pleasure and rewards. So let's not use our screens for happiness. But let's lean into some maybe, maybe we'd call them more old-fashioned aspects of happiness. What are some non-technology related things you can do that make you happy? Take it uh, some time this week to figure it out. Like I said, carve out just 10, 15 minutes every day. Try something new and approach it as if you're simply on an experiment. You are you are just experimenting this week to see what might make you happy. And then you can rank them at the end of the week. Maybe in your journaling, you're going to incorporate, you know, today I did X, Y, Z, and I felt kind of good about it. I'm not sure it's my thing, but I did enjoy it. Maybe at the end of the week, then you're able to look through and you think, okay, here are the top three things that I did that really had the biggest impact on me, that made me feel happy, that I found myself talking about or thinking about the next day. I'm going to make sure I incorporate those. Or maybe those things you do are then going to spark other things to think, ah, here's some other things I want to try. Here's some other things I want to do that I think might be the key for me to finding happiness. We don't have to know it all up front. We don't have to expect ourselves to just do something one time and figure out if it's it or not. But give ourselves let's give ourselves the grace to approach it as if we're on an adventure, to find these things that make us feel happy, to identify just foundationally that that we deserve to be happy. There's nothing we have to do to earn it. It's not that we have to suffer enough to get to this point where we get to be happy. We get to decide right here, right now that we deserve to live a life that makes us happy, that we can find joy and love our lives, even if we don't love all the circumstances. So lean into this challenge. I hope that it is meaningful to you. I hope that it feels inspiring. I hope that it's helping you to find some healing, maybe some healing for your mindset of these places where, you know, you just felt like you had to just keep pushing forward, keep going, keep getting all the tasks done and only get to something that was meaningful to you if everything else was accomplished. Let's set ourselves up differently. Let's carve out space and time to do those things that are meaningful to us. I'd love to hear about the impact of this challenge as you're working through it. I'd love to hear, you know, what you're finding, some realizations that you're having. Having, Please feel free to reach out to me, marie at mariemonville.com, or you can contact me through any of my social media channels. Then come back here next week. The whole month of February, we are going to be talking about relationships, how to strengthen relationships in our lives with our family, with our friends. We're going to talk through that. We're going to spend the whole month, one different aspects of aspect of relationships each week. And I can't wait to dive into that with you. I felt like February is a good month for that. Valentine's Day and all those things. We want to show love to the people around us. Let's work on strengthening our relationships. Come back here next week. Join me for another episode of To Help You Heal. Just 10 minutes every week to help us bring healing to some aspect of our lives. I'll chat with you then. 